Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak, husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. Coffee cup. Just let it be there. No, it's gonna spill. No, no, it's okay. The arm. Let's see if I try to swing. Oh it. my god, this is what Sirat does. No, Every time he drinks coffee, he can he tries to convince me that he's not gonna spill it. So he puts it on the couch, and he, <laughs> on the couch he puts it on the couch. He puts it at the edge of the table. He's like, no, it's not gonna spill. It's not gonna. Spill. He'll put it on the arm of the couch too. Sometimes I'll just push it, the cup just out a little bit, so just the edge of it sticks just out. Just to annoy, to annoy me. You're so. And I'm sitting on a huge coffee stain I know. that he had <laughs> when I wasn't home one day. He spilled an entire cup of coffee on yeah. the couch. So you know, I don't do it when you're when you're not here too. Like I, I do do it when you're not here. I put it on the couch because I felt like it was. Stable enough, but then I didn't realize when I got up, it gave a seismic activity to the seismic activity, and it spilled. This is what you happened. What happens when you marry an engineer? It's true. Well, it's the quarantine ages, ladies and gentlemen. The quarantine ages. We are still quarantined, as probably everybody else is too. Uh, but I'm cool you know, with it. Doing our thing. I'm yeah, still... we're, we're cool with it. We're getting used to it. We just hope everybody out there is safe, and you know, thank. Thank you to all the the doctors and nurses and all the people, the yeah. first responders that Seriously. are doing their thing. You know, like there's a lot of people risking their lives for it. Yeah, we have some family and friends who are doctors risking their lives trying mm-hmm. to save people. And I'm reading all of these awful like articles of what's happening out there. It's no yeah. joke. Yeah. So stay home, people. Yes. So let's go into the episode today. Let's. Which is PCOS types, the different kinds of PCOS types, and pretty much we'll discuss what you can do for each type and yeah. give you a good summary. Many of you listening may not even realize until right now that there are different PCOS types and you can have a combination of different types. And this is not often introduced when you go to the doctor's office. Because um, they'll look at your blood work and they'll be like, oh, you have blood sugar issues. And then they'll just metformin. They won't be like, you have insulin resistance. This is a PCOS type. So it gets a little bit messy. But it's good to know these different types we're going to talk about. Yeah, because if someone just says, oh, yeah, PCOS, it's a very broad approach. Then you're going to have to take, you don't know what's the first thing you should do. Focus on my fatigue, focus on my insulin. So it's, it's really good that. It's really good to know which type you should yeah. have. You, sh- you have. So PCOS, like you said, there's all these different symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's actually it's a syndrome, which means there's multiple underlying issues, and then it manifests in different ways on people. So mm-hmm. some people might have acne. Some women might have hair loss. Some women might be skinny. Some women might struggle with their weight loss. And so everyone looks different because PCOS is a syndrome. There's multiple underlying issues. And everyone doesn't look the same. True. Okay. So we, we're going to tell you before we go into these different types of PCOS, um, how to be diagnosed with PCOS. And Sirak always asks me this <laughs> every time he's <laughs> DMing. Because I often forget the 
there's three criteria. You have yeah. to have two out of the three to two be out of diagnosed. Three, and I'm I'm always teetering on the edge between different types. Like I know what they are mostly, <laughs> but like sometimes I even like forget if one is one or two is combined. But now I know, especially after this podcast, one it's very clear. Is irregular periods. Yes. So two hyperandrogenism and three, three polycystic ovaries. And you need to have two, two out, out of, of three. three. Two out of three. It's like what was it? What was it? What was the last one? <laughs> Honestly, I've forgotten to like someone's done a live with me and yeah. they're like, How are you diagnosed? And I forgot the irregular periods mm-hmm. one. And I was like, there's a third criteria. <laughs> well, let's repeat it. So first irregular periods, mm-hmm. two hyperandrogenism mm-hmm. that includes facial hair acne mood swings weight issues hair loss so hyperandrogenism is basically the effect of having too much of the uh like testosterone and other like male hormones Mm -hmm, i believe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah and number three is polycystic ovaries so those are the you know the the painful sometimes painful cystic ovaries that um women can have yeah and that rupture and yeah you that's what happened to Tali. Hers ruptured, mm-hmm. and that's how she found out about her PCOS. So that's uh, that's like the worst way of finding out, probably. Yeah. But um, that's one of the. So if you have two out of three, then you know you have PCOS, or that you could have PCOS. Yeah, I mean it's a painful experience to have a cyst rupture and then be diagnosed. But then you know now that you said that, there are people who don't have cysts and then they struggle with these symptoms like irregular periods and hyperandrogenism. Mm-hmm which is like a little bit easier to sweep under the rug and just like struggle with for years and years without saying anything, you know? And then that's how PCOS snowballs into having like all a combination of these different types of PCOS. But, you know, I just wanted to like throw that in there because Mm -hmm. a lot of sisters out there DM me after like years of having PCOS and they're like, I don't know what's going on. I have all these symptoms and like it's blown out of, I have all four PCOS types and so on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's launch well, You can have a combination. So you have to then combine yeah. Yeah. the solutions and make sure you're treating all the, like both or two, or like three different types at mm-hmm. the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Which is just more self-care, more mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm constantly treating my PCOS type you know, insulin resistance. I'm like taking Ovacetol, um, adrenal fatigue. I always try to like wind down at night. You're really good at that. So it's like yeah. helpful to me. Kind and of force you to do it too. Sometimes you're like too much, like trying to work too, too much at night. I'm like telling, get off, take your book out. Yeah. Watch TV, something. I'm done with you working you know, <laughs> on the couch. Sirak's so proactive. What did you say last night? What last night we watched TV. We didn't do any. We didn't read, stretch, meditate. Yeah, it was like nothing. we just had to because today is just. We just decided to. Yeah, we just decided and, to. And then I was like, "Let's go to bed. Let's meditate and sleep." And you're like, "Stop trying to be proactive." Yeah, or and I was like, "It's, it's eleven o'clock and you're being proactive right now." <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go into the different types of PCOS. Yeah. Let's spill the tea. Mm-hmm. So the first type is insulin resistance, which is the most common cause of PCOS. 70% of uh, sisters have this type of PCOS. And basically, mm-hmm. insulin resistance is uh, in regards to your blood sugar. And um, it's like your blood sugar going up and down a lot because your body is not able to keep it well balanced. So this results in you getting like hangry a lot. 
and then your te- your weight can temporarily go down and come back up and it's just because your cravings are all over the place and it's due to your sugar and yeah. that can be a big sign of insulin resistance yeah and you can heal it with the proper lifestyle and um supplements but to a certain extent, extent it'll come back if you don't continue to mm-hmm. eat healthy and you know going gluten and dairy free helps with insulin you've heard us say this before so like it if you, you know, don't do certain diet and lifestyle changes, it can come back. Mm-hmm. And it's basically when the hormone insulin, this hormone is supposed to um, go into your cells, tell your cells, like open up and give your cells the sugar that comes from the food that you're eating to burn for energy. And when your cells are resistant to insulin, they can't burn it up and the sugar goes and stores as fat Mm -hmm. and then we gain weight uncontrollably and then the insulin hormone goes to your ovaries and triggers high testosterone and then we have symptoms okay there's like hair loss hair growth acne um weight issues whatever it may be so it causes all of these issues because the cell is like not responding to insulin and Mm -hmm. so that's one type of pcos and so you know we said the symptoms and basically diet and lifestyle like gluten and dairy free like studies show dairy can really help with insulin levels and um yeah lowering them and you can also take an insulin glucose tolerance test at the doctor's office to be sure to be sure yeah to see if you have it and you know we we talked about this in the past but like a lot of times they they um prescribe metformin which is a prescription however there's like a natural supplement option as well called ovacetol many of you probably heard it yeah that's what we like i mean it's up to you but like it's a natural option so you could try that first and yeah yeah it works just like metformin we had a podcast episode on this yeah we had a episode of pcos and metformin so you can listen to that to really know the pros and cons of metformin but in regards to like right now like a natural option is ovacetol and you know yeah it's a vitamin b8 supplement it's not a drug so it it's it has less side effects like yeah. of course you want to take it with food so your blood sugar doesn't drop you know sometimes with yeah. pcos you like think that cutting calories is going to help you lose weight and that's and, not necessarily and there's the great like evidence like anecdotal evidence based on testimonials and we, we always show it on uh, on instagram as well all these sisters who are taking it and in the sisterhood oh yeah all these sisters who take it and they show like so much improvement the, yeah. this uh, periods are back on their regular cycle right and things are like a lot better in regards to their hormones so it, and you know it's important to note that taking ovacetol needs to be combined with diet and lifestyle change mm-hmm. Or else you're not going to reverse symptoms. Yeah. You're just going to stay the same. So yeah. that's why a lot of sisters see such good results by going gluten-dairy-free mm-hmm. and taking Ovacetol because it's really targeting the insulin resistance issue that so many women with PCOS have. Of course. And it's reversing it instead of having it just like, you know, Ovacetol, eat unhealthy. Ovacetol, mm-hmm. eat unhealthy. Like, yeah, it's like if you're trying to be healthy, so oh, I'm going to take a multivitamin, but I'm still going to eat like, you yeah. know, unhealthy stuff. So like yeah. that wouldn't really do good for your body. The same thing with healing exactly. your PCOS. You got to do that and that to really make sure the whole body is good. The bottom line is yeah. diet change, ladies. <laughs> so in the podcast description, we do have a link for Ovacetol and we have a 15% off uh, PRC, PRC code, yeah. code too. So check that out. My favorite supplement. 
yes, we should stop PCOS. talking about and move on to the yeah, next type go. of PCOS. Right. <laughs> Number two, the second type of PCOS is inflammation. Mm-hmm. And that can be really where it all begins. And inflammation is like the immune response to anything that your body recognizes as foreign, such as gluten. Yeah. In the notes, I put ahem, gluten. <laughs> Sorry, but I go ahem, <laughs> gluten. Yeah, I mean, if you're eating gluten and dairy every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, yeah. you're constantly triggering an inflammatory response if you're sensitive to it, and you're causing systemic inflammation. Oftentimes, you're like, what's inflammation? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Basically, it's when your cells are inflamed and they're not responsive to for well, example insulin yeah but like inflammation is also when like like we said earlier in like to your body is yeah thinks that there is something in attacking. yeah something attacking itself so it sends soldiers to soldiers. kind of like battle and but that creates like this area of pain mm-hmm. because this like you know quote-unquote battle is going on this inflammation is going on and that's what really happens in areas of our body like when you eat gluten for women with PCOS especially, it's caused, its body is thinking it's like this foreign thing and it's yeah. causing this inflammation because the, ba- the body is battling it. It's literally using up its resources. And then that can cause everything Bloating, else. acne, yeah. because, skin issues. Yeah. We talked about it in a recent episode too. Um, we said, and I, and I love this, is when your body starts to focus on fighting inflammation, it stops. Um, or I, or I, I remember now. When your body goes into stress mode mm-hmm. and starts accumulating all this inflammation, it stops uh, doing things like uh, oh. based on recovery, like your nails, hair. yeah, your nail, your face, mm-hmm. and your skin. All these things start to kind of like um, not be focused on by the body, and they dwindle as a result. So, like that's true. It's so it's such a big effect inflammation can cause. Right, and it all comes down to your day to day activity and diet and lifestyle because you can take all the supplements that are anti-inflammatory antioxidants and all these great things Mm -hmm. but if you're not changing your diet it's just going to fuel that fire constantly and you're going to be bloated and the skin issues and especially weight plateau like your cells are not responsive there's no like cell metabolism working properly Mm -hmm. um like i said it leads to insulin resistance so like one type leads to the other type leads to the other type and snowball effect so everyone with pcos has inflammation i would i would say to a certain degree yeah to a certain degree for sure i mean and like tyne said like the more inflamed your cells become and then they become more resistant like to insulin and then Mm -hmm. that's how like she said she mentioned yeah it develops into insulin resistance yeah so that's another like and then you have two types so So that's why i'm like going gluten and dairy free because i mean gluten has an impact on insulin dairy especially does but gluten has shown to be so inflammatory to so many people who have gluten sensitivity Mm -hmm. so when you combine it when you cut both out it's like you're really targeting like two types of pcos Mm mm-hmm Totally. Boost it with Ovastol and we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. We always recommend try to at least cut out gluten or dairy for a month to see how the effects and, and how you feel are because you usually need a month. It's not just like a week thing or like two days thing to really get the full effect because mm-hmm. your body needs to detox itself and kind of go through that cycle of kind of getting it out of its system. Yeah, and it takes a minute to get used to being yeah, gluten and dairy free. Too. So it might take even more than a month to like really yeah. see a difference. You have difference. to learn how to... F- pair foods correctly yeah. because 
already like unfortunately a lot of people don't know like not even just with PCOS, but like like anybody in the world, a lot of people don't know how to pair foods correctly sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I should have more carbs and, I'm sorry, more uh, protein than carbs and, you know, some fiber here and, you know, like all these different things you need to think about. Speaking of pairing foods correctly, um, oftentimes when we're diagnosed, they say, you know, go on a low-carb diet. But it really just depends on what type of PCOS you have mm-hmm. because going on a low-carb diet can be really bad if you have adrenal fatigue, which is the next type of PCOS we're going to talk yes. about. So if you have insulin resistance, of course, like slowly lowering your carb intake and trying to figure out like where the sweet spot is, where you're seeing results and feeling good and not having like hypoglycemic attacks, Yeah, you know, but then when you have adrenal fatigue, you, you can't like just go on keto without having these horrible repercussions of miserable like we had a intermittent fasting episode the other day and um for someone with adrenal fatigue who had responded to the sticker question in my instagram story she's like oh my god intermittent fasting i almost died like it was terrible this and that and i'm like yeah you probably had adrenal fatigue it is terrible if you have that because you're in a constant state of stress so let's explain adrenal fatigue before i keep talking (laughs) I also want to mention right before we get into adrenal fatigue, we have a quiz that you can take that, you know, based on your answers, uh, it can tell you what type of PCOS you may have. So out of these four types, you yeah. take the quiz, you, you based on your answers, the quiz uh, will tell you, oh, you have you may have this type of PCOS. And then you may know like, oh, now you know where to exactly start from. You can confirm yeah. with your doctor to be sure, uh, just, you know, just to know for sure. Like we said, there's tests you can do. But yeah, like it's a great place to start. So we'll put that in the description of the podcast so you can take that yeah. quiz at the end of after you're done listening. Of course, it's not a diagnosis, but it's a fun quiz that yeah. can actually, you know, give you some insight of which direction to move into. Exactly. All right. So as Tali mentioned, adrenal fatigue is a third type of PCOS. Yeah. Mm. And while we're in the midst of trying to lose weight, we kind of overdo it. And that's how it gets triggered or you know, maybe not just from weight loss. It could be um, something in your life that was really stressful that, you know, really affected you physically. Um, It could be like any type of trauma can like trigger your adrenal glands, which are like these little glands above your kidneys to Mm -hmm. pump stress hormones uncontrollably and then fatigue. Um, And let me think what else, like if you have inflammation, that can be, um, your body can recognize that as stress in your body. So that can cause adrenal fatigue and over-exercising. Over-exercising. Oh my gosh, I've had clients come in, several, who like are over-exercising. I mean, that's usually the point when they come into my office. Yeah. Like over-exercising, not eating any carbs, it not seeing be- any weight loss. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what do I do? I need to see a dietitian. And then they come in and I'm like, go to bed. Like yeah. <laughs> You need to just stop. Yeah. You need it's to go so to bed. So much fatigue can be caused from overworking out. I've noticed it personally myself. If I work out five, six days in a row, mm-hmm. notice my body is not feeling the same. Yeah. And it's overworking out as a big factor on it. I need like an hour extra sleep mm-hmm. on days when we do, when I really push myself with our workouts. I seriously like need to sleep one whole hour more <laughs> instead of eight hours, nine hours. That's crazy. But I and 30 minutes. like, thank God, like I have the luxury to do that because yeah, yeah. I work from home. Um, but, you know, if you feel like that's you sleep an hour earlier or mm-hmm. something like try to, you know, you have to be very um, 
totally. self-aware when you have PCOS. Like no, I'm glad you do that. Yeah, I'm glad you at least put in, like, you know when you work out, okay, I need to maybe eat a little bit more of this or I need to sleep a little extra. And it's good to know that. Yeah. Or else you're going to be wake up the, or the same way and you're going to be like, oh, why am I so tired? And then be like, yeah. not good the whole day. Exactly. I mean, we're so used to that mindset of like push, push, push. Mm-hmm. What's what did I say earlier? Nike's um, just do it. Just do it. No, don't just do it. Like when you have PCOS, it's not just do yeah, it. I've like, always hated that saying too. Go to it's like bed. The laziest saying, just do it. <laughs> Such a lazy way of saying it too. Like just do it. Do it. Get up and work out. Yeah. What if you have adrenal fatigue? You need to sleep. Yeah. What if it's the corona? Did you ever think of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? What? <laughs> wait. We have to say like, what are the things you can do when you have adrenal fatigue? Rosebud tea helps with that. Oh yeah. That mm-hmm. is like something that I drink every night to relax, mm-hmm. and I give some to Sirak to make him relax. Yeah, I really like it. <laughs> cool tea. It has like a nice flavor to it. Not no caffeine, so it's yeah. perfect time. Perfect tea for chilling at night. Stretching also yeah. is something that will help. Mm-hmm. Sirak's really good at this. Foam rolling and doing stuff like, um, you know, stretching on the floor, like with some yoga poses. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Um, getting a massage or going to acupuncture helps mm-hmm. with this type of PCOS. CBD is great. I love CBD. Sirak chases me around the house and gives me the tincture. Yeah. Tincture? Tincture. Tincture, tincture, yeah. That's the <laughs> one that you put under your tongue. But yeah, CBD is great for stress. There's like many studies already showing that CBD lowers cortisol and other stress hormones. And it's a great way to uh, relax the body and reduce inflammation. So it actually helps with the inflammation type of PCOS too. It's actually hilarious to watch Sirak take it. He like puts You're it in his tongue. You act 60 like seconds he a has child. You like you put open your mouth uh, and then you just like expect me to drop it <laughs> and then like okay. You want me to like give you a star at the end? <laughs> <laughs> I do. What do you want from me? And uh but yeah, it's great. And uh we love C B D so Maybe just give and take, okay? I yeah. do things for you. Yeah. <laughs> he chases me around and gives me supplements. Our favorite CBD company is actually called PureSpectrumCBD.com. And uh, I used to take them uh, way before, like for a long time. And then we actually now partner with them. So if you like to buy CBD, you can check out the link in our bio. And you can get 10% off if you use the word uh, the sisterhood, one word. And yeah, anything you get from there, 10% off. I've become obsessed because ever since I've read about how it lowers inflammation, some studies show that yeah. it lowers insulin levels and helps with insulin resistance. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing about lowering cortisol and like the fact that I felt that cortisol yeah. drop before I even read that there was a study about cortisol and CBD convinced. And I was like, I can't, I have to have everything CBD yeah. now, like every product, my moisturizer That's is true. CBD. You now you use a face cream. Yeah. You're like, you were telling me the other day, it's like one of your favorite ones now. It's officially my favorite moisturizer. Well, you know, it makes sense because CBD reduces inflammation, right? It's one of the That's big things. And then you put it on your face. So if you're like, if you're having any issues with breakouts or anything like that, it's just going to like prevent that from yeah. happening or I maybe, I don't know, like I, it depends on the person for sure. But like, I'm sure it has some sort of help to that. Mm-hmm. I'm prone to acne. And so I have to do things to like keep it down. Okay, yeah. my diet change, of course. So that stops me from getting like crazy cystic acne. And then um, I get laser facials to help with like texture and 
Um, oh, I mean, extractions to help with texture and then mm-hmm. like laser facials to help with like redness and scars and inflammation and stuff from like previous acne. So yeah. I'm like constantly trying to like treat my acne um, and my skin is fine. But like if I see that a breakout is coming mm-hmm. now that I use that CBD lotion, mm-hmm. the next day it's totally gone. Yeah. It's like it wasn't going to happen. It, oh, yeah. never mind. Like <laughs> put on the lotion. It's uh, effective. Yeah. So CBD is great. And just so you know, you can go to any other like CBD brand too. Like CBD in general is great. Not just the one that we recommend. The reason we recommend uh, the brand that we work with is their um, CBD is the pure full spectrum. And that's the thing, like not all CBD is created equal. I mentioned this before that some like a lot of CBD products, they filter out the, a lot of the helpful compounds in the CBD so mm. and because of that you don't get all the full benefits and uh there's other companies that you know do that as well but like i know for sure that pure spectrum cbd is the one of the companies that has a full spectrum uh in their cbd products so that's why like i, I love them personally yeah i'm glad you mentioned that yeah anyway we really went off on cbd all for right. all right okay. i just feel like for adrenal fatigue that's great meditation with it you know, yeah take your cbd meditate you're good Okay, so next type of PCOS, hypothyroidism. And so this happens when your thyroid gland produces too little thyroid hormones. Mm-hmm. And depending on how uh, the degree to which you have hypothyroidism, you'll probably need medication. Mm-hmm. And so that's fine. Like if you need it, you need it. But before you get to that point, you might be able to do something. And studies show that going gluten and dairy free can help and managing your blood sugar can help. So that leads me to say that perhaps yeah. insulin resistance could lead to hypothyroidism. So it's important to um, change your diet and lifestyle before it gets to that point. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, if you need medication, you need medication. Thank God there is some because with hypothyroidism, you can gain weight uncontrollably mm-hmm. and um, your hair can fall out. And like all of these thing, body aches and blood sugar issues and everything um, can occur because of it. So that concludes the four types of PCOS. Okay. And now I'm going to slide in the fifth type. Oh, there's a fifth type. Okay. Okay. And so the fifth type is a post-pill PCOS. Mm -hmm. So this happens when a woman stops taking birth control. And for like six to 12 months, you know, it's a struggle to get your period regulated. And sometimes you gain weight and your symptoms are out of control. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, Going gluten and dairy free, taking a while, doing all these things before you get off birth control can help. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Birth control triggers insulin resistance. So mm-hmm. it makes insulin resistance even worse because you took birth control. So getting off of it, you're kind of like in a state of PCOS, not to mention being on birth control mm-hmm. is being in a state of like fake PCOS because you're not ovulating. And um, that's PCOS, right? You're not ovulating and your progesterone and everything is So low. can you actually get PCOS just from just due to the birth control? Yeah, you can take birth control, and come off totally of it, not have your period, uh-huh. and it's PCOS. Wow, okay. And in that case, it. can you cure PCOS if that's what caused it? Yeah, it will take some time, but you can reverse it. Oh, I see. Um, the symptoms and i'm not sure by the word so when i say reverse it's not the same thing as cure yeah that's cure why i'm like, asking because cure means that you you no longer have it and you don't have to do anything about it right yeah it's not no longer in your body yeah. 
I'm not sure about yeah. that. When we like, say reversing symptoms, we mean you're managing your symptoms your so well so that, well they're, that they're, not, they're not there yeah. and you don't have to even think about it because you're day to day you're doing your thing. Yeah, exactly. But so I guess with the pill, maybe it's a little different. Who knows? Um, uh, yeah. It's it's like a maybe sisters, if you have gone through that, if your PCOS was caused by the pill, let us know. Like, were you able to reverse it? Are you cured of it or do you still have remnants of, you know, the different symptoms? Resistance and stuff yeah. like that. That'd be interesting to know. Yeah. So, yeah, basically after taking it's it's hard to lose weight once you're off birth control um, because of the insulin resistance issue and you really have to target it and be patient and mm -hmm. it takes a few months. Um, Ovacetol really helps going gluten and dairy free, doing everything that we're recommending as best as you can to get your hormones back on track can really help with and supplementing. We have a whole yeah. freaking episode on post birth pill, you know, oh, yeah, how to birth control and PCOS transitioning pros and cons different options yeah and yeah. uh and if you feel like you have any other questions about any of the other types like i don't know i feel like hypothyroidism we didn't cover as long as <laughs> adrenal fatigue but if you have any questions about we'll do an any of on it. yeah we can but if you have any questions about any of these types feel free to dm us on instagram too like we're happy to always answer your questions or on the sisterhood that's where we yeah. have a lot of the sisters we have a community where like People are like messaging each other, sharing their meals, things like that. Yeah. So we always ask each other questions when we post the podcast there too. So keeping in mind that managing PCOS and all these different types is a lifestyle thing. And it takes, um, what's the word? Like it takes a lot of resilience and mm -hmm. persistence. Consistency as Consistency. well. Consistency. Like I personally have insulin resistance i've had adrenal fatigue and inflammation mm -hmm. and so now i spend like my daily routine and life constantly managing it because i know it'll come back yeah so like for example you know i've said like i take ovacetol you know i don't take it like consistently all the time but i take it you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then sometimes i'll eat like something sugary right and and that could throw me off if I'm like constantly eating like cookies and stuff like that. But then I'm human because, mm -hmm. you know, before my period, if I feel like it, yeah. my, you know, I feel a little bit. Um, you deserve it. And stuff, you also deserve it sometimes. No, you don't need to. You don't have to be perfect is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like just because I'm over here trying to like lead by example doesn't mean I'm perfectly managing everything all the time. Like yeah. I have breakouts. So then I do this and that for it. Yeah. So of course I'm just here to be like a motivation mm -hmm. and help you sisters out in learning that you can gain control of your PCOS. And that's yeah. what this podcast is all about. Yes, totally. I love that. That was great. Great pep talk, babe. <laughs> So, and a reminder you can take a quiz in the description to find your type of pcos or it can help you find your type of pcos by you explaining your symptoms mm -hmm. and uh you can confirm that with a doctor as well we, we always say consult your doctor just to know your make sure you know your type and you can go from there to you know make sure you're starting from the right steps so we did a dm i mm -hmm. mean sorry i say dm i mean like sticker in the instagram stories so if you ever see me post a sticker and ask a question it's for um podcasting <laughs> <laughs> so should we get into that sure let's do it okay the question is um let's see what do you do to treat your pcos type i asked other sisters and they said let's see 
<clears throat> um, gluten and dairy free, take vitamin D and magnesium, mm-hmm. slow exercise and reduce stress. That's good. You go, girl. They're all boom, boom, bam. Yeah. Sounds like she's really treating inflammation, adrenals. Rosie says, avoid white refined sugar and carbs. So good on the white refined sugars. Carbs, you don't have to limit it so much. But yeah, maybe if you found a good level that works just for you, then that's good. Mm -hmm. Gluten-free and dairy-free and meditation. Perfect. Helping the body and the brain. Um, Walking and yoga. Love it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yoga, meditation, low-impact workout, diet, nice. gluten and dairy-free, vitamin B, inositol, magnesium. Somebody Woo. asked you how to find out the type of PCOS I have. <laughs> Take the quiz in the, the description. <laughs> of course, you know, blood tests and like yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. We explain in the sisterhood what else you can do. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Somebody asked, want to follow each other? Easy there, girl. Take me on a date first. <laughs> oh wow. my God. We always get those messages. Follow for follow. Whatever. Uh, someone said, trying to reduce stress. That's great. That's good. Meditation is always one of the best ways to do that. Before, it was birth control, but now working on gluten and dairy-free mm-hmm. and ovacetol. You nice. go, girl. Um, yeah, everyone keeps saying, you know, doing slow strength exercises, no more hit mm-hmm. for me. I see one that says, I just want to read it. It says nothing, waiting to hit rock bottom. Oh my God. So I hope that um, listening. you're listening and you've, you're trying to take some steps to go forward because, you know, trying to wait to hit rock bottom can be like this really bad pr- um, process in your journey and like it can just make you feel worse over time. There's no pressure to just like oh okay you need to start doing something there's of course like when you're ready but don't try not to get stuck in that you know like mental thought of oh like i'm just gonna wait until something happens or else it can even be harder to come back from it like you can like push your body to the point where like oh now it's it's like 10 times harder than it could have been if i tried six months ago or even two months ago like you know it's like a Try to treat like today is the first day of, uh, you know, what you want to do. So think of it that way. Yeah. Someone says Ovacetol. <clears throat> Someone says Keto with a crying face. Girl, come on. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> Someone said oh. Metformin, Ovacetol, Gluten-Free, and Dairy-Free. So try not to take Metformin and Ovacetol together because that can really lower your blood sugar. But also, uh, yeah, I mean, consult your doctor to be sure about taking those two together. Yeah. I just discovered my type and I'm going to eliminate dairy and gluten foods. Nice. You go, girl. Okay. All right. I hope that was motivating, sisters. Yes. Yeah. These are what your sisters are doing out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Alrighty, let's go. Ready to, for the win? This yeah. is my favorite part. I chose two this time. Two wins we got this weekend. This is a, we're reading messages from sisters who have been doing great with their PCOS, managing their symptoms, and and losing weight with no problems. Mm-hmm. You know, doing that thing. So I'll read the first one. Uh, win number one. There's no name here, Tanya. You gotta include the name. I know. Sorry. Come on now. Uh, thank you. I am so happy. Okay, I'm gonna say this sister. I'm just gonna get the her. This sister's name is, uh, 
uh, don't say I have to think of a great name. Beyonce. No. Uh, Liliana. Oh I don't know gosh. why. Lil- okay, this is Liliana saying thank Who's you. Who's Liliana? Uh, great. This is what we're going to into now. Okay. <laughs> thank you. I am so happy. The first two months were difficult. But once I got the hang of things and discovered what I can and cannot eat, it's been so easy. I actually thought I had IBS before I went gluten and dairy free. And now I have no GI issues at all. I'll never go back. I was working out twice as hard and as much as I do now. And I feel so much more fit now. I was gaining weight exponentially. And I didn't understand why until I found your page and everything clicked. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. It's like it's really about sometimes finding the right source of information to to know, oh, great, I found this. Now I can really like apply things to get better. Before then, it's like you have to like kind of like scavenge the Internet to find tips here and there and there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's yeah. hard to first find the right source. So yeah, and the, reason, the reason why I chose that win was because she said she thought she had IBS before. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when you have a lot of inflammation, you are bloated and your digestion is off. And so going gluten and dairy free can really help. And so for yeah. her, like she thought it was IBS and then yeah. it was just gluten and dairy sensitivity. Mm-hmm. All right. The second one I have to take. Wait, should we name this girl too? Yeah. You name the second girl now. Beyonce. <laughs> I have to take pics. I usually don't because I'm not confident enough. This Sunday, I this Sunday I got my period back after five months without it, and one month gluten and dairy free. Wow. I've also gone sugar free, or I don't have raw honey or artificial sweeteners, and I lose another oh, wait oh and lost another pound. So far, I've lost ten pounds and got my period back. Haven't had any anxiety attacks which I used to have a lot and feel a lot better overall. I can't wait to see what happens mm-hmm. in a few more months. Yeah. Good job. So there you go. Yeah. Replacing some of that high sugar, replacing gluten, dairy free. I mean, it's just the consistency. Yeah. Attacks, that's incredible yeah. that you can actually treat that, which just goes to show the inflammation leads to your body to be in a state of stress. Yeah. I mean, she's, she she said as well. Yeah. One month and, she said she lost 10 pounds and got her period back after not having it for five months. That's great. I'm so happy for you. I mean, So happy for you. I know that can be very stressful times, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You go, girl. Yeah, we hope that's motivational to all the sisters listening to, to know that, you know, PCOS is not something that can't be reversed. You can't ha- have a happy life that you don't have to worry about these things. So know that there's other sisters just like you doing their thing and you can do that too. Managing PCOS like it's nothing. Yes. So, <laughs> thank you for listening to today's episode. I think right now, me and Tanya are going to end this podcast. We're going to do an IG live. You, you won't know about it because this is... You're going to listen to this maybe a week later. Yeah. But we're going to do that. Our live. We have our weekend TV guide coming up where we're going to do like a live during out throughout the weekend doing different things Again, activities by the time you listen to this podcast doesn't matter but that. just know right. you follow us on instagram there's all <laughs> these great things pcos.weightloss and a sister and her mister yes so thanks for listening everybody thank you bye-bye bye if you enjoyed listening to this podcast you have to come check out the sisterhood it's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of pcos from stage one cold and alone at the doctor's office to stage five 
Nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sister.